Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. WEEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original. WEEI, Sean, Lanny, and Garvin with you. Full house this morning on a beautiful Saturday morning. Gentlemen, how are we? What's going on, boys? Hi, Sean. Hi, Billy. How are you? What's going on, guys? Oh, uh, you know, nothing much. Just watched the Red Sox get absolutely pummeled last night. Thanks to uh, our good old boy, Big Maple, Big going out. Big Maple. Throwing around a bunch of just absolute taters. Taters. Ugh. The, the Toronto Blue Jays uh, pummeled a few over the Green Monster and all over the park as they beat the Red Sox last night 7-3. to three. Two home runs and three pitches? Uh, I, I really hope they like, got that home run ball to uh, something Schneider, that guy. Good for him, hitting a home run for his first at-bat. That's <laughs> magic. Him and Lou Merloni, I mean, two legends at Fenway. My God. For a team that was having a ridiculously good July, uh, you now look at how August has begun. They've been sliding a little bit here. The trade deadline came, and well. Seattle passed them, too, last night, by the way. Oh, so, did they? So now they're hmm. behind. They, I believe uh, the Red Sox are now three and a half games out of a wild card spot. Uh, Seattle has been rolling since they took the series from you. And if I can pull up the standings, yep. they, are, they have a half game. And, uh, okay, they're now three games out. And, guys, this is kind of what I was worrying about as we were going into the trade deadline, looking at, like, okay, like, Seattle's not a very good team. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but you still have to maintain some, you know, comfortable distance between them. And you absolutely did not do that. Oh. You know what? You know what I thought when when the the trade deadline passed. It was kind of exciting. I felt like Dennis Reynolds. I'm like, oh, I'm having feelings again for the first time since I have worked in sports talk radio. Like I'm having true feelings of a, that a fan would have. I haven't felt this way in a long time. I was feeling good. I was excited. High and Bloom, Sam Kennedy, Boh. What are we gonna do with the trade deadline? This team's pretty good. They hit the ball a lot. Their pitching staff is really banged up, but if you get a couple, you know, I don't even need a Max Scherzer. I don't need a Justin Verlander. There are so many guys out there that you can just bolster this group, and we're not going to go with a John Schreiber opener, which is what they're doing tonight, and they didn't it's, do anything. It's, it's, it's so anything. frustrating because 
This team was in such a good spot. But they, they were believe. rolling. The, they believe. Your star player, Rafael Devers, was clamoring for starting pitching and just help in general. Alex Cora had said this. he believed this team could win the division, and, and so he clearly wanted them to, to get somebody at the deadline. Uh, Justin Turner was just like, mm, you know, I'll let the front office handle that. But clearly he wanted to say something too. Like it's this team, there is a clear and evident divide between the clubhouse and the and the head coach and the manager and the front office. Mm-hmm. There is an absolute clear divide. And look, I'm not asking for you to just sell it all and, and Dave Dombrowski the whole thing and sell off everything you own in order to get uh, established pieces in the in the majors and, and really make a push. I'm just asking for a clear-cut direction. You saw the New York Mets this week at the deadline sell a bunch of pieces. And then after the fact, Steve Cohen comes out and he says, look, I talked to Max, I talked to Justin, I was like, we're going to take more of an intermediate approach. We this isn't really working. We're gonna you know play it out for the next three, four, five years. Well, he's the and owner. Prepare for that. He's the owner. Yep. He he can turn around and go. You know what? I've changed my mind. This isn't working for me. Why? Because I'm spending all the money. Correct. I spent three hundred forty-four million dollars in the off season to build this juggernaut of a baseball team. Which Lanny, I don't know if you can remember in all your days of watching baseball, a team ever assembled quite like the Mets. That, I, I never thought that was going team. to work. But the fact is, if John Henry had turned around and said, guess what, this, this, this doesn't work for me, dog. We're not going to do it this way. I'd go, okay, I don't love that answer, but at least there's but a direction. direction. But there's some kind of idea of like, oh, what are they going to do? I can't believe. I love these front office reports, you guys, too. It's I can't just... believe these guys keep coming on and saying the things they say. It's like it's Brian O'Halloran. Really nice Brian guy. O'Halloran very normal guy. Totally fine. But then it's like, well, I can't speak for Heim. Well, what about this? Well, I can't speak for Heim. What about this? Okay, well, we are in line with what the players think. What is that based on? What is that based on at all? If Rafael Devers is going to the Boston Globe and saying, we need a pitcher. And you don't go and acquire anything. You, you don't even sell. <laughs> you don't sell or buy. You just sit there on the Glenordway fence just hanging out, watching everybody else do stuff. I just, you're like, oh, that looks cool. I want to know. Out of all of these guys, because I got some pushback on this, too. They're like, well, maybe they just couldn't find the the best deal. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to flip-flop. I'm going to flip-flop, too, Glenn. But why do you need the best deal? That's what that's what, Ryan that's what Fernandez. me. I think, it was, I think it was BOH. Antonio Anderson, Elmer Rodriguez Cruz, Edison Paulino. Stop me if I hit a name that you're like, oh, I know who that is. Cutter Coffee. Luis Guerrero, Hunter Dobbins. Sorry, you guys might all be, be tremendous fellas, but as far as I know, to me as a Red Sox I fan, used that guy you in my should grid. be <laughs> trade chips. Those are just guys that are, you know, the bottom 20 to early 30s of the Red Sox uh, farm system, which this front office seems to believe is going to be the future of this team. And I go back, I go back to a comment that I heard uh, it was an exchange between Chris Curtis and Sam Kennedy, and, and, and Curtis brought up the idea that 2018, 2018 team was so good, and but you had to make the moves to get there. And Sam Kennedy is like, well, if it wasn't for our homegrown talent, we wouldn't have been there in the first place, which is kind of true, but you still had to go out and buy a pitching staff. It is too early to tell. 
I think. I like I would look, I was wrong on Jaron Duran. I was wrong, wrong, wrong on Jaron Duran. He's gonna be a player. I wanted Tristan Costas to go back to Worcester. Wrong on him. I think those guys are going to be contributors. Brian Bayo. I like what Josh Winkowski's doing. I like Connor Wong. But I just look at how everything has fallen out through this trade deadline in the last couple of weeks with the, and listening to Hyam Bloom, Sam Kennedy, and Brian O'Halloran come on the radio and talk to the Greg Hill Show and spout nonsense where I go, okay, is this team, is this group that you hold so precious that you don't want to do a damn thing to to improve, sell, whatever, is this going to be like 2018? Is this Mookie Betts, no. Andrew Benintendi, is this Xander Bogarts, is this even Jackie Bradley Jr.? I don't know, and I th- but I can say this, you won't ever find out if you don't give these guys the pieces that they need. If you're just going to rely on all these guys coming back, Tanner, I listened to Brian. Uh, Brian, I listened to Alex Cora's pregame yesterday. Tanner Houck's not walking through that door tomorrow. Red Sox fans, Garrett Whitlock still needs time. Trevor Story decided to go back to Worcester to continue prepping for. Uh, I almost don't want to comment 100%. on that. And I'm like legitimately uncomfortable with where things are with Trevor Story right now. The point is, Jack Flaherty's going to make another start. Michael Lorenzen's going to make another start. Pick a starter that got moved for not a, a, a franchise busting prospect. The really like. Uh, Aaron Savale, fine. Little rich for your blood. The 37th prospect in baseball, fine. You don't have one of those, by the way. You got Marcelo Meyer, number three, and then it is a precipitous drop-off until you get to Sedan Raphael. So you can't sit there and tell me, and I didn't want to get all worked up about this. I wanted to come in and just have a nice Saturday, but I start talking about the trade deadline again, Lady. No, it never happened with him. No, never. it never happened. happened with him where he comes in, he's like, I'm going to be calm. I mean, it just, my no. God, I <laughs> don't that be your goal every day. <laughs> how you look at this team and go, oh, yeah, they're fine. All these guys that that were made moves are going to make starts again. And then I got to listen to Ken Rosenthal tell me that they were in on Justin Verlander. Stop it. But Stop it. it. That's also, not true. We also find ourselves in a spot, too, where it's like, I, I want to know exactly who to blame. Because is this... Well, so... I have this, an idea. No, so I think there's there's two options, right? It's, is this a... As, we, as we've already discussed, Steve Cohen came out and was very clear on the direction of the Mets. Is this a John Henry edict where it's like, I don't really want to spend anymore. Like, don't put me over the luxury tax. Like, just kind of hang around, be somewhat successful. We'll keep selling tickets. Or is this the Heim Bloom, I was raised in Tampa Bay mentality, and it's just like, I, I just don't want to go get anybody. And, and, it, and I, I just I want to know, I want to know whose plan this is. That's all I care about. I want to know whose plan and what the hell the plan is. That's all I want. I'm I think that, that's a fair ask. All right. So in that debate, I'm thinking it's John Henry because he's the one that writes the checks. So that you know what I mean. So John Henry goes to Bloom and says, "Hey, here you go, go nuts." But like he can't know, be happy with this. This is an no, ownership no, no, group that came in and it. won four titles. He's not happy with it because of people like us and people who are fans of the team. They see that there's no direction. Show you're you're the buyers or sellers. To be in the middle is the worst thing. Is like no, re- no reaction is the worst reaction, and this is what they're doing. And the fact that they didn't make any major moves, they get some minor league infielder, and then Bloom, no, no, he's with the big team now. Oh, is he? Did yes, he get called up recently? Sorry, um, he played last night. He did. He did. That's how like checked <laughs> they out the. Like, they like, Christian Arroyo. They'd rather have guy. him than Christian Arroyo. They'd rather oh have him Arroyo. The thing is, the bothered me more than anything was the underdogs line. Because oh. you're using that as to fire up the team, as opposed to making a move and bringing somebody into the clubhouse and getting people fired up and excited. They're like, 
I'm going to call these guys underdogs, and that's going to be their motivation because the team's like, I mean, with this, the payroll's through the roof. Can you be considered an underdog when your bankroll is being put towards that? Billy, much you're money? so right. Like, it's, it's the worst thing in the world. He's like, you guys are underdogs with a player's like, no, we're not. Who are you? Like, Alex, what is, like, what is this? We're, like, we're, right. we're, we're two and a half games out of the playoffs. Like, like what are you right. talking about? And they were like the best the team payroll. in baseball in July. Right. Underdogs. Like, again, this was like their, their way to, their mo- this is how I'm going to motivate them. I'm going to call them underdogs as opposed to making a move to, you know, like I said, bring some life to the clubhouse or get some excitement into these players that like, hey, we're ready for this. No, no, you guys are underdogs. Prove me wrong. Like, get out of here. And I think, I, I think there's another moment where we saw that clear divide when Bloom gives the underdog comment and then Alex Cora goes on the Gresham Fourier program and says this mm-hmm. about the underdog comment. I mean, um, preseason, not too many people thought that we were going to be a game and a half back from a walker spot at this spot. So, uh, you know, I know a lot of people pick us to finish last in the division in the toughest division in baseball. So the way I see it, you know, uh, we got a good baseball team that is only one and a half game back from, uh, from the Jays and, uh, you know, we're going to get healthier, obviously. Um, you know, we we got to keep playing good baseball. we got to play good defense. I think offensively we're very capable. Uh, if you look at the numbers, run differential, run scores, uh, all that stuff, you know, uh, I think we match well against everybody in our division uh, except the race, I think. That's the only one that is way ahead. The play okay, that's um, the coach. I, I don't think we're embracing any, any role. Uh, I think we're embracing the fact that we have a good baseball team. And uh, if you look at the numbers, the last month and a half, the last month in the American League, we're we're probably one of the best, if not the best team in the league. So that's how we feel about it. Um, I can tell you there was a lot of people anxious and, and very, very quiet before 3 o'clock uh, Pacific time. And when I start walking in the clubhouse to look for certain guys to tell them, you know, for packs yesterday, I was looking for packs and everybody was very quiet. And then, packs you know, I got packs today, you starting for us on Friday. And uh, everybody kind of like, okay, here we go, you know. So those were good news, you know. I think, uh, you know. Um, yeah, th- that's the that's the thing. We we don't really buy into that underdog comment. We've been one of the best teams in baseball over the last month. Coaches and buying it, players aren't buying the underdog comment. It, it's it's so. And then when we asked Boh about it, he's like, yeah, that got a lot of run, huh? That <laughs> was so like, yeah, no kidding. Because your GM says it, and then your manager comes out and says, we're not underdogs. We're one of the best teams in baseball right now, and you did nothing at the deadline. It's amazing listening to these guys talk and it's like how do you say the worst thing i've heard like all day every day it's in <laughs> like it was like one right after the they other step all like, over themselves like i i go back to sam kennedy a couple weeks ago talking about the baseball gods and the fans are smart and they want i'm like okay fine man if if we're so smart again why would you insult the intelligence of this fan base and i will admit on jones and mego i was surprised that there was some split between the fan base but again there, there is sort of a, a a connecting factor between people like me that looked at this team. And I, look, not to pat myself on the back, this is kind of where I thought this group was going to be. I, On paper, they're not as talented as the group last year, but they play better baseball. And I looked at that and said, they should be a wild card team. They're right about where I think they are. Going forward... So I wanted them to invest, but then there's also a, a percentage of the fan base that looks at it and goes, I don't think this team is any good. You're not better than Tampa. You're not better than Baltimore. You should move on from some of these pieces and continue to bolster the, the core of this group. 
None of us got anything that we wanted out of this. And again, they were the only team with any kind of playoff contending chances that did anything. The Miami Marlins, God love the Miami Marlins going out and getting my guy Jake Berger and Josh Bell. Because you know, so what? They're ten and a half games out. They're not going to catch the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves are like one of the best teams I have ever seen in my lifetime. That lineup is sick. Oh, by the way, you took three out of four from them. But whatever. Tell me again, Red Sox fans. Oh, we lost two out of three to, to the Oakland A's. Oh, there's no reason to do it. Great. Whatever. We'll forget the Atlanta series. We'll forget the Texas series to push the narrative that High and Bloom is all too keen on leaning into. Oh, we believe in this team. That's why I think that Ken Rosenthal stuff is BS. Ken Rosenthal sitting and saying, well, you know, they were interested in, in Justin Verlander, and there was some talks that Justin Ver, uh, Justin Turner was going to move. I am going forward from this day, 8-15. we got to take a break. Uh, August 5th, 2023, I am no longer inclined to believe anything that comes out of the Red Sox front office mouth. And I'm talking to you, High and Bloom. I am talking to you, Sam Kennedy. I am talking to you, Brian O'Halloran. Because you sit with a straight face and go, we believe in this team. We think they can be really good. We're investing right now. You, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because if you had believed in this team, you would have done something. So yeah. it's not a Nick Pavetta and Murph game. So it's not a John Schreiber game. So we got a DFA. Christian Arroyo. What did Christian Arroyo do to you? Oh, he's just a right-handed bat. Sure, he's not the greatest in the field. Sure, he swings at every first pitch. But the guys like him. The fans like him. And you decided to move him for what? To validate getting Luis Urias for what? Sean? I don't think we're embracing any any role. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. If you want to weigh in on the Red Sox, let's talk we'll about talk- the Patriots video board for the rest of the show. Yeah, what do yeah, you think? We'll, t- we'll talk a little Happy bit time. more about the uh, the Red Sox coming up here. We'll also hit on the Patriots uh, who held practice last night in Gillette Stadium for the season ticket holders. Uh, and, but first, let's get you caught up with what's trending. The Rich Keefe Show, weeknights starting at 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. As we've been talking about this morning, the Sox struggle to continue. Uh, they continue to drop games left and right. Uh, they lose the opener to Toronto 7-3. to That makes it four of their last five that they've lost. Game two of the series will be decided this afternoon. Joe Castiglione and Will Fleming have the call from Fenway at 410 on the Shaw's and Star Market WEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. Boston will bring out John Schreiber the as the opener stopper. today versus Jose Barrios. Oh, yeah. uh, Barrios or Bur- Bur- Barrios. Barrios for Toronto. I always oh, forget that's like Maddox is. versus Clemens. Oh, I can't wait. Joe Wyatt will get your... Uh, ready for the Mass Mutual pregame show at 310 Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. And before yesterday's game, the Red Sox announced they have designated Christian Arroyo for assignment in favor of Luis Urias, whom they acquired at the trade deadline. I like to think he's all of our ES. He's not like my ES or yeah. Urias. You know, Haim Bloom wanted to make sure he was all of our ES. Of course. Thank you, Haim, for doing uh, this for me. We mentioned the New England Patriots off the field. The Pats and edge rusher Matt Judon agreed to a restructured contract. Judon will now make $14 million million dollars guaranteed up from two million and could earn up to eighteen million dollars based on incentives. Hmm, I wonder 
I guess I guess that media laden narrative that he was holding in was a lie. You snitching again, Sean? This is exactly what you don't. I, I, nope, about. I don't. I don't snitch on anybody. In other football related news, more shakeup in college sports. Five more teams have officially left the Pac-12. Oregon and Washington will move to the Big Ten, while Utah and Arizona State join Arizona in the Big Twelve. Uh, all changes will take effect in 2024. That's what's trending. We'll be back to WEI producer show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the WEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original. Shime, Lanny, and Garvin with you on this Saturday morning. Uh, we've been off, uh, off and running early here with the uh, with the Red Sox because we are quite upset with the uh, trade deadline. But Ryan, I think Ryan I'm can't it. take it anymore. I'm handling it pretty well. Yeah, you're Wouldn't doing you all right, but I'm going to give you a chance to uh, pivot okay. and be a little bit more optimistic. Okay. Because you seemed a little giddy about it. No, I wouldn't say giddy. That's a little too too much here. That's a very I don't want to oversell it. You seemed a little bit more uh, just pleasant hmm. about the New England Patriots. Yeah. It seemed as though you came in this morning a little brighter than uh, you have been of late. Where do you currently stand when it comes to the New England Patriots? So on the field... As far as wins as a product, uh, I still look at how this offense is constructed, specifically your offensive line, and I not great, Bob. Question, Bob. Uh, thank you, Bob. The, uh, how this team is going to win more than eight games? Based, you know, a lot of it is based on their schedule. A lot of it is based on the division and all the teams around them uh, getting better. But I will say that after one. Uh, 
Matthew Judon getting a restructuring so that they can get, you know, probably their most important piece. And it was a predictable number, too, earlier that day. We saw Cam Jordan get two years, $27.5 yes. guaranteed. I said it right then on the Greg Hill Show. I was like, all right, then just give him two for 28. It's very simple. Just give him, restructure the final two years of his deal, give him $14 million guaranteed each year, boom, done, out the door. What do you know? They give him $14 million guaranteed, up to $18 million. Matthew Judon getting that restructuring, I think, is significant. Um, because I don't understand like why this team would operate still as if, and I'm not going to say why the as if you already know how they would be operating as if it's obvious. I'm not going to say his name. We all know who I'm talking about. The point is, I don't understand why they can continue to, to, you know, mess with their players like that and go, no, 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 you're going to sing for your supper. And it's like, well, listen, don't you think I've outplayed my contract, coach? Like, I've been a model patriot. I still can't understand why Matthew Judon doesn't have more marketing opportunities as he does. He's incredibly charismatic. He loves the to best talk. Player on the and team. he loves to be here, you know. whether He said you, he wants to finish his career here. Which is, was the timing of that was interesting. I do believe that he has enjoyed his time here. I believe it a lot more than when Kyrie, Kyrie Irving said it. Sure. I still feel silly for buying the Kyrie wanted to stay here. Well, but he the, said it. That was the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kyrie what? Like, flat out Dude, said it's October. It, <laughs> like, like, you know, get, get I a hope my name's first. up with those Raptors. Oh, I want to be the reason nobody wears 11 again. Uh, okay. Sorry. Th- that made me laugh. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, but so looking at Matthew Judon, him getting the, the, the contract restructuring that he deserved, frankly, I know some people, uh, on this station don't think that anybody should be paid ever, which I find whatever or that you should just play out the contract that you signed. That's that your Even though owners cut you left and right. No Billy, you're the representative of that. Yeah, you know? no, that's, that's his take. He believes it. That's fine. He, this is what you signed for. This is what you work for. We'll talk about it in the end. Okay. Kinda, I didn't agree with it. No, I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with it either. Fresh, can, come on, man. If you can make adjustments, the guys good. Make adjustments. If it's not written in stone, don't shoot the messenger. Be, the market yeah, changes. Players change. I, I can't talk to change. him about it, so I got to talk to Lanny about I've some ca- of the things I, I've been hearing I the last couple of weeks. It. That's fine. Of course, no, you, you're just—it's a sensitive position for me. But then the bigger thing that has jumped out to me is listening to Mac Jones. I've been doing this a lot, sort of in my downtime, like before the show. Um, I listen to Mac Jones talk now, and I listened to Mac Jones talk last year, and I know, like, him emoting isn't always, like, the strongest. Like, I know I just talked about Matthew Judon, who has a lot of charisma, you know, has a lot of little different phrases and sayings Mac Jones and stuff. Does not have that. Mac's kind of a dork. There's no personality He's kind of a dork. Voice. Kind but of. Like, let's... He's, you know, I'm, I'm Shoot it him, straight here. Look, I, I think... I've always believed that the Mac Jones that we hear and the Mac Jones that is Mac Jones are two different people. Like, I, I don't think he operates the same way when talking to media people as he does talking to his teammates. And I would love to see more of that guy. I really would. Thank you. It was very on the nose, Joe. But I listen to Mac Jones and it's like there's life to him again. And and he by this time last year in August, like he already sounded so defeated. I listened to him talk about this offense. He says the system is a great system, which I look, guys, 
we hear all this stuff. It's our job as producers. I can't ever remember him one time saying last year, this is a great system and I am happy to be oh, of running course it. Not. He hated it was those guys. the Patriots offense is the Patriots offense. We got to run what coaches want. You know, they're going to talk to me and I'm going to talk to them, which made Joe Judge just cranky pants for the entire season, apparently. But don't the you think that's. At the end of the day, Patriot offense is Patriot offense. But, but don't you think that's exactly. That's last year. That, don't you think that's exactly why, though, he's playing it up so much this year? It's because he hated it so much last year. Oh, of course. That the, the simple change. Change in and of itself makes it so much better this if year. If you were eating a poop sandwich every day for lunch and I handed you a dried uh, chicken, just uh, turkey dr- on white bread, you'd eat that and be like, oh my God, this is, guys, have you, hey, have you tried this chicken? It's dry, but oh my God, it's not a poop sandwich and I love it so much. Yeah, of course, Sean, that's going to play into it. But then I also, I listen to Bill O'Brien and Bill O'Brien knows how to play the game. Obviously, when Bill Belichick talks about these quarterbacks, he's never going to be like, oh, yeah, I love Mac. He's just, that's never going to be it. I, I'm not going to hold my breath anymore for him to, like, compliment his starting quarterback. Like, I'm just, I'm over it. But Bill O'Brien does it a little bit different. He's like, well, Mac is really good. And Bailey has experience. And Trace has experience. Like, great. And Trace McSorley is like, can you not bring my name up, please? Thank you. I don't want people to, like, know how bad I look in practice right now. But then he always brings it back to Mac. Mac is really fun to work with. Mac is really fun to coach. Mac's got a lot of experience. And again, yeah, I listened to Joe Judge last year, and Joe Judge is like, well, you know, these relationships take time, and I'm going to talk to him, and he's going to talk to me, and we're going to try to grow with people. And it's like the, the, the relationship, and maybe it's because I know how the movie ended. I'm like, there is no way this was going to work. So does it end up translating to wins? I'm still not willing to step out on that ledge. But when I listen to Mac Jones, and this is this wasn't even my opinion, Adam Jones, who has been as big of a Mac detractor as you have, Shime, came on the air and said, I hear Mac Jones taking more accountability for what happened last year, where Mac Jones is saying, I got to have more fun. I got to be a better mental leader. I have to set a better tone. That is taking accountability. Oh, that see, is extending hate- an olive branch, I think, because Bill Belichick will never do it. So it's like, okay, good, fine. I don't hold Mac Jones uh, responsible for everything that happened, but he 100% has something to do with how bad things went last year. So if that's going to be a sign of growth and maturity and not still pouting about things that are now different, I feel better about the direction of the team. But like See, I said, I don't, I don't know if I want to say. There. What do you uh, explain? Uh, because I, when I listen to Mac Jones, it is a lot of me, me, I, me, instead of we, us, we. Well, he's like the leader of the team. Yeah, but it, it starts with him. It doesn't start with them. Yeah, He's but going you shouldn't to take be, you shouldn't blame be saying if they things, play bad. You shouldn't be saying things like, I need to run my race and they need to come along. That's not how it works. How does that's it work? That's not how then? it's ever worked. He's the he's the No, it's he's the guy. That's that is he not has how it's to ever set the worked. Tone. Yeah, he has to set the tone uh emotionally on on the field and, and but when you are talking to the media and you're saying these things, it is it is an us. It always has been. Whether it was Tom Brady or even when it was Cam Newton. Like, it's, it is the offense. I it is a unit. I specifically remember not, Tom Brady what, saying, look, I can't do anything for my teammates and they can't do anything for me. Mr. B, we, uh, split the tie, Billy, please. So how about, how is Max saying the I, I, I's because he's the only one there to speak for it in the sense that Patricia's not there? You know what I mean? What do you so mean? Like, in the sense that, okay, Patricia's not here when somebody goes, hey, what happened to the offense last year? Max really the only one 
Well, I don't even mean he wouldn't for, answer those I don't questions. Mean, sense, no, I don't no, even I know mean that, but in for the sense last of like, year, I mean for grenades, now. Like Patricia's not there to do it, so it has to be an I thing as opposed to a we because Matt's not there anymore, so you can't say it as like because it's something completely different this year. Yeah, it's for me. It's it's the single minded view of I'm going to run my race, and these guys just need to follow along. Like that's not the way it should be. But like, to Lanny's point, though, when things go wrong. Every time last year, whether it was his fault or not, he would always say, it starts with me. I have to be better. I mean, God, Josh Beckett did that for years. Chris Sale. I mean, half the reason people love Chris Sale is because he takes accountability at every single turn. That's sure, what you when, want from a team I, leader. I, yeah, when you're failing, I get, I'm get. i not I'm not talking about last year's comments. I'm talking about this year's training camps. There's fruit like, flies in here. What the? Sorry. I think you're seeing things. No, uh, either way. Somebody left donuts and coffee in here 24 hours. Continue. So, so uh, it's n- it's not the last year's comments that bug me. It's it's the comments right now, in training camp right now. When there is no Matt Patricia anymore, there's no Joe Judge affecting the offense. It's Bill O'Brien and this offense, and Kendrick Bourne seems in a great mood. And when you ask Kendrick Bourne, oh, Bill's my boy. Like, I know after long after my career's over, I can text Bill, hit him up, we'll be good. It's like there's, a, there's definitely a different energy with this offense. And yet when Mac Jones speaks, to me, it is so self-centered a lot of the time in the way he approaches everything. I think you're projecting. I, I don't. I don't. One hundred percent. When you listen to the words that he says, and I, sure, I, I, we are parsing words that he is saying to the media. I am well aware of that. This is my personal opinion. When you listen to the words that he says, it is not in any way, shape, or form about the Patriots. It is about Mac Jones, and that's to me. That to me bothers me as the quarterback of the when when you are the leader of the team uh-huh. it should be a we it shouldn't be a me it is a we are coming along so Shine, would are... you agree though that mac jones was a problem last year in 2022 of course he was a problem was. last year so if he's taking accountability for himself and he's saying i need to do stuff better then how he's is that not, an issue no that's not that's not what i'm saying i don't give a I, i'm i'm throwing i don't care about anything he said last year i'm talking about this year in training camp this the year words he's saying, camp. though, is defending himself. No, he's saying, I need to run my race, and they need to come along. That's what he's saying. He's saying things in a way, to me, that are not indicative of an actual leader. It's somebody that claims he's a leader and isn't actually a leader. A leader is someone appointed by his teammates, not someone who just says, I'm the leader of this team, just because I play quarterback. He That's was not a team how captain works. last year, though. Yeah, good for him. I, I Look, yeah, good for him. He was a, a team captain. It was him and David Andrews. Those are your only and team Dave, captains on and, offense. And Devin McCourty said last year too that every week they were in and out. Half the locker room wanted Bailey Zappi. Half the ro- that's locker a red room herring. Wanted- no, no, we're not talking about Bailey Zappi. We're, we're talking I know about we're Mac Jones. Talking. It could have. It could. It didn't have to be Bailey Zappi. I'm just saying that Taking the locker room was divided. That's that. Here's my point. My point is mm-hmm. is that to me the way Mac Jones speaks and the way Mac Jones presents himself does not indicate to me an actual leader. Okay. It indicates to me a self-centered person who is focused o- solely on themselves uh-huh. getting better and expects everyone else to just be there with him. So when he says, and Lanny, help me out on this, because I, I feel like you're more on my side of the aisle than Shime's side of the aisle. When he says, if, if they have a bad practice and he goes, you know, it's got to start with me, I got to be better that's okay with you? I, yep, I'm fine with okay. you saying I need to be better. But when they're talking about setting a tone in practice 
and he's saying, you know, his his goofy, you know, let's flip the calendar. Oh, what's the proverb of the day? The speed of the pack is the speed of the leader, which is just nonsense. Like, let, let's call it for what it is. I like the little calendar reference. That's just, that's just what it is, though. Like he he read that in he a, has a book. calendar. He, of course not, he does. Can you can imagine that he just flips the calendar. Flips it. Ooh, uh, hang in August, there, baby. August second today. Ooh, we're only as strong as our weakest link. Yes, I like that. Okay, okay, okay. we're gonna roll with this cookie. today. <laughs> of course, right, right. like, like it's the word oh, of the day. Calendar. Yeah, it's it's not so like good. this, like insanely deep thinking, but the idea that he realizes it's now year three, and the excuses that you can give yourself as the quarterback who is under more scrutiny in this city than any other short of, like, the goaltender for the Bruins and maybe Jason Tatum. Short of that, as the quarterback of the New England Patriots in the city of Boston, you are under more scrutiny than any other professional athlete in this city. You have to know. You have to have step back and have the self-awareness to know that you are almost completely out of excuse cards to play. You are completely out of reasons to say that it is no longer your fault. So if you have to stand there and say, you know, the 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 warrior is only as sharp as the knife that cuts or whatever kind of goofy crap it said on August 5th when he looked at his little sayings calendar, fine. I'm not going to sit and quibble and go, oh, well, he sounds selfish. If you want to... Fine. I do not agree with that whatsoever. I think it's more refreshing that it sounds like things are going better, at least from a vibe standpoint. And I hate because you can't measure vibes. Nope. I'm not down there. And it's so frustrating. All like, I know great vibes of- in this room. <laughs> of course. They're the best. With all the fruit flies from the donuts. Are Top notch vibes. Producer show. Best vibes in the business. It's just frustrating. Like We can't actually like see the interactions and we have to rely on on what is being told to us. But when I listen to him talk and I listen to Bill O'Brien, I go, just because last year was such a poop sandwich, I feel better about the direction of the team. Now, as far as like, hey, what's going on with the offensive line? Trent Brown doesn't seem too keen on practicing. Pop Douglas, Pop Douglas, Pop Douglas. I'm like, that's a funny way to say Taekwon Thornton's name. That's a distraction. That's all stuff that I'm like, okay, I'm going to not really focus on that right now because it makes me feel kind of icky. Do you think his nickname is Pop so that you when they say Pop, 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 it's a distraction from Taekwon Thornton? Yes, of course. Taekwon's like, what? Did somebody call me? No, he said (laughs) Demario Douglas. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll just be over here, guys. Like, that stuff is still concerning. Like, the defense, you know, I think more often getting the better of this offense. And it's like, oh, no, that's really good. Well, we're going to get a really good idea when they start practicing against Houston. And, oh, my goodness, would they got to go see Tennessee for those joint practices? They just kicked a guy off their offensive line. They cut him from the team because he wouldn't stop fighting guys. Like, you're going to get a great litmus test of if this team is a real bona fide professional football team right now. And with the way things went last year compared to where they are this year, when I listen to Mac Jones, the inflections in his voice, he sounds more up. You know, if he wants to, it, it, you know what? What if he just started saying like Mac Jones? If he started talking in the nice. third person, would that make you feel better? What if he started, I might actually like that a little <laughs> right. bit more. You know, I, Mac, might, I might enjoy that. Mac Jones needs to run his own race and everybody's going to get to go get himself a donut. <laughs> yeah. The Ricky Henderson of baseball. I, I'm not going to lie. 
I might change my opinion on Mac if he starts talking. Give me Mac. Give it a shot. I mean, you would you, do that. I think I would. Cha- you I would make Dan Roach's head explode if you started referring to yourself. As he the just third started person, talking Mac. like Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, man, the Mac needs to go out there and he needs to throw a million yards today, <laughs> brother. We need to go out and we need to kick some no, tuchus. So you threw a wee in there. You threw. Oh, you're right. You're right. I need apologies. all my little Macamaniacs yeah, to right, hop on go. my back of the strongest back on the Patriots, brother. What you gonna do when these 24-inch pythons throw 62 yards down the field and get wild on you? you. All the people, all the people. Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. All the Mac. people who yell at me for hating Mac, Give if Mac shot. starts talking in the third person or like Hulk Hogan, I will change my tone. 617-779. If you want to hop on with us, talk Red Sox or Pats, 37937 if you want to text into the show as well. This is the producer show with Shime, Lanny, and Garvin. We've been hanging and banging, brother. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the WEEI Producer Show. Shime, Lanny, and Garvin with you this morning. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, man, if Matt Jones just went full Hulk Hogan, I'm in. I'm in. I'm buying in. Negative Hulkamania. What if that was his intro to together, every game? Brother. What if he ran out of the Pats Tunnel to this music? I'd love it. We, one, uh, one uh, might be into other, this. Brady style. We're going to start talking to Mac Jones. I guarantee. I mean, Mac is from Florida. He has to have seen some kind of pro wrestling growing up. I mean, it'd be, isn't that like a, like a, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a real a wrestling rite of passage. Guy, he? No, he's no, a, but I get, I, get what he's, I get what he means. So like at some point in everybody's life, they've watched wrestling. Whether they stuck with it or not, or like you at, at the very you least the saw, he went to school at Alabama. So at the very least, you saw Hulk Hogan in uh, Rocky as Thunderlips. There you go, right, one hundred percent. But like again, like at some point, every every kid watches wrestling, whether they stick with it or not. I, I don't know. You know the Alabama tennis player. I don't know. I don't the, see why the, the important thing to Mac Jones is that uh, you go out there and you, you you say your prayers and you take your vitamins <laughs> and uh, you will never go wrong, brother. <laughs> Right, so Rather? it's just monotone Hogan promos. Uh, oh, God, I love it so we're, much. We're developing this in real time, but my goodness. like, And again, it's just, it goes back to what I was saying in the last segment, that like things feel better from you know the second and third hand accounts that we're getting from camp. Will we ever get full-on Macamania and him flexing? No, but... I mean, they're dancing. Like, everybody's been talking him up. Like, oh, God. I think Devontae Parker, and I don't know if I would, like, take this and run with it, but Devontae Parker's like, well, Mac Jones is the best trash talker we have down here. And I'm like, okay, how bad is all the other stuff coming out? Like, 
you would hope that there's probably at least one other player on that team that could do a little better than Mac Jones. Was it Calais Campbell? That's like no, he's very disrespectful. In I heard. Shows. See, yeah. I I went back and listened to that Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell was asked about you know like quarterbacks that you know you don't want to hit because they're too nice and quarterbacks that you love to jack up because they talk a lot of crap. And in the same breath that he mentioned Philip Rivers, he mentioned Mac Jones. And I'm like, was there a quarterback that was just kind of a real? Uh, I mean, you know, I think uh, Phil Rivers just be a good uh, trash talker and stuff, but he was never like disrespectful. Yeah. You know, uh, Mac, Mac Jones actually, uh, he, he was kind of disrespectful. I'm like, hold on, man. <laughs> but you know, what Mac do? What Mac do that crossed the line? What did you feel like? I, I don't remember. I was just uh, he was just trash talking to the you know you know the highest level, but you know it was just like you, oh. know, you don't trash talk. You know what? Know. I I remember. Can't even point out. No, no, no. I remember when Mac Jones did. Mac Jones uh, scoop slammed him. He picked him up. And he body slammed him at WrestleMania three in front of all the Macamaniacs in Madison Square fair, Garden. Right? Mac Mac did like slide tackle and try and kick some dude in the nuts. Yes. Oh, Mac Mac is so dirty. Oh my goodness. He, he the, the the way he he could have hurt Brent Burns. It's just one of those. He could have hurt. He, actually, he legitimately could have hurt. He's Eli probably just Apple not that one. Stroke. He's probably just not good at trash talk. No, he's probably he's terrible probably at terrible at trash talk. See, so it comes I disagree. Off as disrespectful I think he, it's the same way with people who have who try to be funny. Who like, oh, I'm going to crack this joke or mm-hmm. make this kind of new way. You go, wow, that was hey, not funny. Like, like, yo, was, mama. Yeah, yeah right. Like, That's it's, what he it's, would do. It's all about tonality. We hear his post game, so like, what, his trash talk is something he doesn't but, say with any kind of like, you know, adjustment in his voice where you're just like, wow. That no, was, no, no, that but this goes rude. back to like, I think it's two different guys. Like, I think the guy that we hear and the guy that's on the field are two completely different human beings. Oh, I think sorry, he's pretty quick with it. Yes, of course, Mac. See, uh, I, I, but no, I think that was just more along the lines of like, I mean, it's Clay's Campbell. Clay's Campbell's been in the league for fifteen years, and it's like, who's this goofball with Lego people hair that's chirping at me? Like, shut up, kid. See, I am a ho- just. I would here. be a horrible trash talker uh-huh. on a football field. So, as someone who would who who acknowledges the fact that I would be a terrible trash talker, I know how to talk trash to myself though. Like when I play golf, I know how to just yell at myself, <laughs> which I think is some probably something he knows how to do from tennis, and he just tries to use that as his trash talk, and it doesn't work. That's no, my guess. I would be bad too because I would just wait until we're like there's like, a lot of we're up thirty five points. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, scoreboard, scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I My number's bigger than your number. Yeah, right. yours is the one with the shell on it. Yeah, mine would be way And then I'd hide base. behind a tight What is that up there, an Easter egg? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, poor it's, Mac. I think, here's, here's, here's how I think I'll buy into Mac Jones. I'm okay. trying to suss this out. First of all, I wanted to wait to ask you this question as we're getting closer to the season because I know you were a staunch anti-Mac guy, but... This was oh, like, oh, you want a you want a serious was, answer? No, okay. no, 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 no. I don't want a serious <laughs> we'll get, answer right we'll now. I want to hear what you say. But <laughs> more than more than anybody else here, like pre-draft, you yeah. were like, nah, I don't like the kid. I don't think he's going to be yeah, any I had good. The cut. I left him out of my top five quarterbacks in the draft. But from a personality standpoint, you know, besides him just like cutting a, a mean promo on Mean Gene, like what could he do that would just make you okay? You know what? Maybe he's not such a knob after all. Uh, I want him to go full villain. Like really, like the like the whole like sliding with your foot up. I want him to like like go full in Dominican Sue. Like just embrace it. Like if you were to just be a straight up villain, then I'm kind of in because then it doesn't seem douchey to me anymore. Then it seems like oh you're just like you just want to be bad, and I like that. Like that's 
that's cool. You like I'm a bad boy, Shine? Yeah, I do. I get <laughs> I am I get suckered into a bad boy. I'll be honest with you. So that would do it for me. Uh the Hulk Hogan promos would absolutely do it for me. <laughs> you you would have to be on crack to not love moon. Mac Jones doing Hulk Hogan promo. I mean Fitzy. Yeah, see, so Come on, like, man. So you know like, there's something there. So that's how we gotta figure out. We gotta figure out if it's Mac Jones doing Hogan promos in his voice or Hogan doing Mac Jones. I think Logan it's the former because I, I I really do believe that Mac has like a book of like you know motivational quotes for athletes that yeah, he just like, really or like a calendar. He just needs to go back and watch a bunch daily of the affirmations old promos. and then like start mimicking. There it is. That's what he needs. There to it do. is. You Instead go back of, and you watch old late eighties, early nineties promos. If anybody from the gotta get if anybody from the from. Patriots is listening, I need you to go to Mac's house. They're probably I need you to take listening. his calendar that has the daily sayings on. I need you to throw it away. I need you to get him a new video calendar. And so every day it's a different Hulk promo. He just scrolls through, he watches Hulk do a promo and then I need him to mimic that out on the field. Right. Send then it to I his tablet. It. Yep, send it to his tablet. Do you give like, him a complimentary bandana and sunglasses? Yeah, see, that's the thing. We're, we're missing out on the ripping of the shirt. There really isn't anything with a football uniform that you can have. You know what I mean? They're no, on, he needs yeah. They're on, like, warm-up suits that he can rip or anything like that. Well, he could. Oh, yeah. Can he right. run out on the field like the ultimate warrior did? Like, Because for all the goofy crap that Hulk Hogan used to say, like I, I vividly remember the ultimate warrior. Oh, my God, the just, warrior's Like I'm just looking right now. There is no place no. to run. All the fuses in the exit signs have been burned out. That would be... Very funny yeah. if Mac was just like, yeah, come on in where nightmares are the best part of my day. Like, if he just came out <laughs> and said that to a guy standing across from him, like, Nadamikin should be like, what the hell is wrong with Mac? So what? That, Matthew so Judon three- would be... Uh, now you must deal with the creation of all the unpleasantries in the entire universe as I feel the injection from the gods above. You'd be like, what the hell has gotten into Mac Jones today? So uh, those, are, those are my these are my three ways that I'm into Mac Jones. It's Hulk, becoming Hulk Hogan, <laughs> going full villain, yep. and just like, instead of Dirty. being a douche, being bad. Yeah, yeah, just be bad. You're a bad guy. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Wear the black uh, hat. Or... Throw for like forty two hundred or forty two hundred yards, no, twenty eight touchdowns, answer. less than ten interceptions, and win field. a playoff game. Whatever, that's yeah, that's on the field. That, that's you can't really quantify. Who cares about that? But if Mac, Mac, you know, grabbed a microphone, you know, it's like okay, uh, first question, uh, Dan Rocha. Uh, so Mac, you know, you you were out there and it seemed like you were having a lot of fun out there. Um, you seem really motivated and hyped up. What were you telling your guys? Uh, should Mac Jones jump off the tallest building in the world? Should Mac Jones uh, lay on the lawn and let it run over me with the lawn mowers? Should Mac Jones go to Africa and let it trample me with with raging elephants? Uh, okay. Next next question, <laughs> Steve Sanchez. Uh, yeah, you you said lawn mowers was going to run you over. Just talk about that. Uh, that would be Mac. You've been here not that long. There's still time to reinvent yourself. I mean. He hasn't even really created himself, so there's still an opportunity. Well, I know how I'm spending the rest of my day is reading Ultimate Warrior quotes. Well, good Lodged in my skull was a piece of the crystal of your kingdom. Well, that, this has been the WEI producer show right here on Boston <laughs> Sports Original WEI. It's been Shime, Lanny, and Garvin with you on this Saturday morning. Keep it locked here, though. Ken and Curtis is up next. We'll be back next Saturday. See ya. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.